What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Even Handed Podcast. For yeah, now. What's up, every- yeah, for now. What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Uh, so we actually decided on a new name for the podcast. We're not going to reveal it yet because we want to make sure that when we upload uh, the new podcast that we do it with the name and it feels like a whole like structured thing. Um, but we did find a new name and we did find a new way of rebranding this podcast to be um, with a different name and a different logo. Mm-hmm. So next podcast, be uh, on the lookout for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be um, pretty much closer to what we talk about, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're not really touching on politics anymore, so it makes sense. So have you been, dude? Bro, I've been. I've been good. Um, I've been really in a uh, like a deep form of like uh, discipline lately with like fitness and meditation and making sure that I'm doing everything that i need to do on like a daily basis to you know fill my own cup up nice dude uh do you have like a set or a certain um amount of things that you have to do every day certain habits or um so i go to the gym five times a week Mm um i make sure that i'm meditating uh at least 10 minutes a day i try to 20 minutes that's like the, the golden amount for me usually right um and then um, just making sure on my diet, uh, everything is super, like, structured and has um, a lot of nutrients in it, um, specifically my breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. But it kind of, all of those things together can take up a big chunk of my day. Oh, definitely. also, yeah. like, everything else. But, yeah. I mean, those are good, like set things to to get done like at least most days that's kind of like what i feel most people should have if it's not a morning routine it's like set things that are good habits that you just know you have to do every day like brushing your teeth um like meditating exercise and a good diet i feel like are three that we should all strive to do every day yeah i say anything that deals with your cognitive function your physical function um and and then yeah spiritual would also be one but specifically like even if you're not spiritual and that doesn't apply to you like something that deals with your cognitive function um and your physical function is is just going to make your quality of life so much better definitely um i remember like before i started uh eating right and meditating and having a much more healthy lifestyle Mm mm-hmm uh the i saw such a big paradigm shift once i started implementing things like that like right uh, meditation was a big one that that was probably the biggest game changer um also diet um and i feel like when you go from a stage of not necessarily having those things in at all Mm -hmm. and then applying them uh to your daily your daily routine you'll see like a huge paradigm shift yeah, definitely. I mean, they affect you the most, like, even just one of them. If you really did one of those, like, for a consistent period of time and you improved on it, yeah, it would change any everything, I think. That's why, like, I think it's pretty important, I don't know if you do this, to write in your notes or or on a notebook, like an actual physical notebook, what you have to do every day. 
I feel like that helps a ton. Yeah, so I have, like, a schedule over there where my room you guys can't see, but I have, like, a schedule that I was following for a long time that included, like, what time I wanted to do everything. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's um, awesome. That worked more with when I was working a 9-to-5 job. Uh-huh. Uh, now that I'm not, I kind of implement them a little bit more loosely, I would say. Like, I don't feel as, like, pressured to do them. Mm-hmm. Um so I do them a little bit more loosely and do them at times that fit, like, whenever I f- kind of feel like it. So it's more intuitive, which I I, I I like that dynamic a little bit better. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, it's what's important is to know what works for you because being super strict, it, like, might not be for everyone, but that's, that's why it's good to try different things out. Or I feel like I'm breathing so much smoke in my lungs. Really? <laughs> Damn, it is kind of like blowing your way. It's all going in my yeah, face. Yeah, we have an instant going, and the there's my fan isn't on, but the fan for my computer is blowing the smoke towards Stephen directly towards my face. Here, I'll move it. <laughs> Ready? There we go. Yeah, make it go towards you. Yeah. It's getting hot boxed. If you were hot boxing. Yeah, have you heard of that? Just reminded me of. Um, Forgot which historian was talking about it. That what's that thing? Have you ever been to a Catholic like mass? Uh yeah. Um, I'm not, uh, I think I have. I forget what it's called, but they have this thing on a chain that's like usually gold. I think that they swing back and forth like side to side, and it has incense in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it like a pendulum? Kind yeah yeah yeah. And it's part, it's like maybe in the middle of mass is when they do it. And they said that like 5,000 years ago or so, they had uh, residue of THC in it. So like during the ceremony, like they would consistently just get everyone fucked up. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that just reminded me of that. Dude, I don't know who else I would share that <laughs> with. So. That's perfect. We need that. I think yeah, we need to get back. more people on the THC pendulums. Can you imagine just getting, like, the whole room, like, hot bugs? Dude. Because that's probably what it would do if there's no ventilation. Dude, I hate the, like, that would be horrible for them. Because I hate <laughs> the, the, uh, have you ever gotten high when you didn't want to get high? From a hot bugs? Or, yeah, or like, some, some sort of, like, thing like that. Yeah. I've been, like, before, like... My buddy one time, he had like this thing that genuinely looked like a like a like a nicotine vape, and I had stopped smoking for a while, and I took like a fat rip of it and got super high, and I was on like a break, and hey, dude, I had like <laughs> no horrible anxiety Jeez, during dude. it. I was like, I felt like my heart was beating out of my. This is like I took like a three week break, and this is how I broke it. Damn. And ninety nine percent THC. Yeah, literally. 10. And yeah. I, I remember hitting it and just being like, holy shit, like, I am baked. Like, I'm out of my fucking mind. Dude, I feel for people that get, like, eat an edible and don't know that it's an edible. Yeah. And if especially if you don't smoke, that must be horrible. I, I get it when people check into the ER, like... Dude, yeah. One Have of my clients, that happened to her, she, her, so she sells stuff, to not say too specific... <laughs> Um, and one of her clients gave her a cookie, like, without the wrapper or anything. And she said, this is a special cookie, okay? Um, so, yeah. And I guess that was it. And she totally had no idea what that meant. She just thought she made it and it was special. Um, <laughs> so she was, love. It's super special. Yeah, right? With, 
yeah, more attention to it, but she she ate it and she was driving home and she had to pull over on the freeway and she went to the emergency room because she didn't know what was happening to her. Dude. That no, that sounds horrible. Like that sounds absolutely horrible. Like you're driving and you've never been high and you're getting ridiculously high. She had never been high before. Maybe like a few times, you know, but like dude, earlier in her life. But that's crazy. Do you remember like what it was like getting high for like the first time or not necessarily first time, but your first couple times? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Dude, it was like a trip. Like it felt like I was like not there at all. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I mean, especially if, like, you've never done anything, because, like, when you try weed, it's normally your first thing ever, or maybe you've tried alcohol before then, that's it, so it's, like, you're just not used to not being sober. Yeah. So it just freaks you out even more, I feel. I, I got high before I got drunk. Ever. Yeah, me too. First time I got drunk, I was, like, oh, like, it felt, like, kind of, like, like, territory that made more sense. Right. Like, I was for sure an idiot, but, like, it wasn't as, like, in, it didn't like give me any anxiety oh yeah well that's a good thing about alcohol i feel yeah like it might make you nauseous and all like if you drink too much but yeah no anxiety like weird yeah dude i remember like the first like i remember okay so i remember the first time i got high i didn't really get high but the first time i got really high i was with you and um with you and jake oh yeah yeah we were in jake's car dude we hotboxed and i was like (laughs) so high yeah, getting you, introducing you to it. Dude, yeah. And I remember, like, like having to walk into Jake's house and just being, like, panicked. <laughs> like, there's no way we're going to walk into your house right now. Like, there's no way that this is going to happen. Like, Talk to his mom. <laughs> dude, uh, his mom didn't care, obviously. No, but, like, <laughs> but, like, just the thought that we had to do something. And, like, we would go to, like, Walmart and stuff that was, like, right next to his house. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's. it would be, like, yeah, and it felt like centuries. Yeah. Like we were there forever. I mean, dude, it's it's just so bizarre the first few times. Dude, it's, like, everything. the only thing in my mind is, like, dude, the cops are going to come. Like, Yeah, this I'm, is the end of my life. Yeah, I'm like. a criminal now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a degenerate, dude. My mom's going to find out. And then, like, have, have you ever had to talk to your mom, like, while you were super high? Uh, yeah, I mean, but like, at least in high school, yeah, 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 dude, that was the worst. It was pretty nerve wracking (laughs) because my mom, I remember this one time that was actually like super, like, this is like borderline panic attack. Okay, (laughs) what happened? My mom was texting me the whole time that okay, so me, you, and Jake smoked. And then we were just chilling at Jake's house. Mm-hmm. And I didn't answer my mom's phone call because I didn't want to talk to her. So I just, like, hung up. And I was like, I was like, hey, we're watching a movie right now. <laughs> Can I just text you? And then she was like, no, what's wrong? Like, why are you not texting me back? And then she was like, she, uh, and then I hadn't even asked her yet if I could, like, stay at Jake's house. Because, like, obviously I'm not going to go home. There's no way I'm going home. Um, I d- hadn't asked her yet if I could stay at Jake's house. And in my mind, I'm like, dude she's gonna know and then dude she texts me and she's like all right i'm gonna come get you you're acting so weird <laughs> okay and it was just like such a weird dynamic of me trying to like interpret what reality was and then also like have a conversation with my mom and every time she called me i just kept hanging up and then <laughs> okay. i was like we're watching a movie <laughs> and it's in my favorite part so please stop calling me. <laughs> yeah literally uh it didn't end up like her like doing that it was i could always like i always knew when like it was just like a 
I'm just saying this so you like stop acting weird. No. Oh, yeah. Um, but dude, the the thought of it was absolutely like threatening to like my well being. <laughs> threatening. Yeah. Well, especially when you're fucking sixteen. Like, dude, yeah. Yeah, man. Being sixteen and high is a different journey, dude. Yeah, it's not the best combination. Um, I don't really recommend smoking until you're at least eighteen. Well, I feel like we all know that, right? But yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's because that's smart. what I would say to my younger self too, or to like a little brother if I had one. But yeah, it's like I mean. Hey, it made me who I am today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it would you be... look at it like that. Hey, Mike Tyson started smoking at nine, so. Nine? Yeah, dude. He said his mom would give it to him so he would fall asleep. And he said it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you just stay up and eat, bro. Yeah, just stay up. Yeah, I need all the snacks and just to stare into space <laughs> and think about fucking people. No, that was later. Oh, dude. But, yeah, bro. Uh, I mean, have you heard of that? That, like. You know, like, low-income areas that they'll just give them, like, alcohol or weed or benzos to, like, um, four- or five-year-olds? Yeah, totally. I mean... Bro, that's terrible. I'm not really surprised. I feel like the... I mean, that's, like... That kind of, like, raises, like, a whole bunch of questions about, like, obviously why, and then, like, how does it get to that, like, level? Uh, but, yeah, I've heard, like, Xanax is a big thing. Like, people take, like, give their kids, like, half a Xanax. That's so good. And... Like, it's just, do you think it's, like, a, like a level of, like, un, not being um, knowledgeable about stuff like that? Or do you think it's, like, a generational thing? Like, oh, my, like my parents gave it to me, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, I feel like it's probably people that don't really want to have kids. And, like, they probably, the kids are getting in the way of them doing something, like, probably not good. And they just want them to, like, leave them alone. Yeah totally like yeah and then they just don't care like i'm sure if you ask them they know that it's not good i don't think they know like specifically why but like i feel like that's really common sense that like yeah. a seven-year-old shouldn't smoke weed or have any drug really yeah i feel like there's no way like i mean the most thing i had when i was seven was like ibuprofen or benadryl yeah and, well i mean you know like the one drug that we're all okay with giving kids is um caffeine Dude, that is such a, like, that's sugar. so true. Sugar, too. Yeah. It's kind of a drug, right, in sugar? Mm, yeah, somewhat. But caffeine, dude, like, when I worked at Dutch Bros, there was so many, like, parents who would get their kids, like, freezes, which are frappuccinos, and mm -hmm. just, and, or, like, iced coffee, dude. Yeah, that's like, pretty crazy. Like, there was, like, this one time, there, it was a mom and her, like, like six-year-old son. And she got him a large drink. Holy shit. And it was like an ice drink. Damn. Dude, that's four shots of espresso, oh which equates to like 240 milligrams of caffeine. Bro, that's too much for if, me. No, 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 not even. It's that's, more than that's that. That's more, yeah. It's like... Because it's more than 100 each, right? Or it's, it's 100? and seven. It's, like, it's over 300 milligrams of caffeine. That's insane. I feel. I'm Dude, that's a lot sure. for a grown man. Yeah. I mean, how much does a bang have in it? Like 300? 300. Yeah, it's like close to, like, it's a lot. It's like maybe, like, maybe I am right about the 240 or 250. Mm. Um, well, maybe, yeah, around there. It's somewhere around there, but it's, like, ridiculous amount. Like Because a kid shouldn't have more than, like, 30, I feel. A kid shouldn't have any. 
Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if, I mean, if you eat chocolate and stuff, it's going to be in it, but added at, like, like low quantities. Yeah. It's not, like, in, like a super, like, crazy amount. Oh, have you heard that chocolate has, um, like, you know, like, everyone says that chocolate makes you feel good? Yeah. That it has a MDMA-like substance. It's like a microdose of MDMA if you have chocolate. Yeah, that's why people smoke cacao. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. They mix it with certain psychedelics. Like, cacao was its own, like, um, plant medicine. Dude, that's crazy. That's, like, like, and think, like, that, that, that you could just go buy that at a store. Right. Yeah. There's just regular cacao. I've seen people, like, smoking cacao, like, through, like, hookahs before. And, really? Yeah, like, or, like, doing it in, like, a ritual. Damn, like there's like okay. it's not necessarily like a big thing but it's like it's like the centerpiece of like a gathering usually Damn. same thing as like, or like native american or what? yeah it's like a native american thing same thing as like hoppe have you ever heard of hoppe um that sounds familiar it's like a tobacco substance that you like shoot into your nose oh yeah dude that looks terrible i want to yeah. do it really so bad no, i do I, I i can get my hands on it like it's legal and well, because it's just tobacco. It's not a psychedelic. Bro, if right? I get no, it's not. Yeah. If I get it, bro, will you? Would you do it? Bro, I don't know about snorting anything. No, it's honest. not a snort. Like it, <laughs> it gets blown into your nose. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like through a straw or what? So it's like this, like it's like a long here, dude. I'll, I'll pop. You guys won't be able to see this, but I'll, just Google. Yeah, I'll show you. It's yeah, kind of like a long pipe. Okay. Wait, is it like an Amazon thing? Or Native American? It's a Native American thing. Because I know in the Amazon, when you do ayahuasca, like, tobacco is a huge part of it. <laughs> what is that? That's not it. It's like this. So it's like, it's like, so if you guys can't see it, it looks like a V-ish thing. Sometimes it's longer or just like, looks like, uh, like an L. Uh-huh. Um yeah but you put it on one side and then the other person uh blows on the other side i like how or there's you a can crystal do, hanging from it yeah or you could do like a like this is like one that you would do for yourself so like that part it's like a small version like a tighter v that part has the hop a and then that part goes into your mouth and why would you do that so supposedly what they say is the intensity of it uh like opens the your chakra channel and allows you to have like a a vulnerable like free moment um and they say it can last like that that freeness and that open it like basically open it's like a spiritual thing okay um and they say it opens like your 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 channel to be able to have like more more vulnerability that's what i've gotten from it or seen from it Okay. I've never done it, but I would love to do it. Yeah, I know that's kind of similar to what they do with MDMA therapy. That they, that's like the whole thing is that you'll open up more about trauma or, or anything like that you can't get with normal therapy. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I think it's like a and that from what I've seen, like there's so many people. That, I mean, even if it if it's not like great for you, I don't think trying it would be like that bad. No, I don't think so. And be like they say, like yeah, you'll like you might cry from it, and some people have really bad experiences. Like Duncan Trussell had a horrible experience with it. Oh really? Um, but uh, 
I don't think it's like that harmful. I, I, I mean, at least I, from what I've seen of people do it, seems like the people who, that I've seen do it are super healthy and conscious. So I don't know if it's, yeah. Well, no, I think it's worse. like even like worse. people that smoke to like pure tobacco in those ceremonies. Um, sure, it's the same drug as someone smoking uh, cigarettes, but like the frequency like the purity all of that like has huge influence too so i don't think it's it's that bad yeah totally i feel like the reason i want to try it is because i feel that it's been calling to me dude i feel like it whenever you like get into and you stop saying like but whenever you get into fillers any psychedelics or like anything of that matter i would put this in the same realm as something like plant medicine mm-hmm. yeah I put it in like uh-huh. that realm uh i feel like it has to like call to you and you have to really want to be present with it and do it so i i don't know the past couple like months i've been seeing it like more and more i just feel that it's it's calling me it's telling me like hey let's do some hopping i mean i do Let's uh, talk about it when you do it, and I'll I'll interview you on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've from the videos I've seen of it. It's not necessarily like a long lasting thing. It's like five minutes. Okay, shit, like damn too. Yeah, but it's you don't see anything or anything. It's like a right. physical, presenting feeling. Okay, I mean it sounds interesting. Would you do um, ayahuasca? Yeah, I mean eventually I will, like maybe when I'm thirty. I would say that I have no reason to do it before I'm 30. That's a good point. There's nothing that I need from it. I feel like the... I also don't think that if it never calls to me or feels right, I won't do it. Like, if there is a time where it... If if I had to search for it very hard, I'm not going to do it. That's what I would say. If it comes to me and it is presented to me, I might do it. Okay. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah, I I just feel like on a spiritual level, I need to feel as if the plant wants me to engage with it. Because I believe that, like, it is something that can transform you forever. Definitely. And I don't think that if I'd have a negative reaction, I feel like I'd be going into it very conscious and open. But I would much rather get into it with a mindset of this wants me to do it does that make sense i mean it's very like it's very i'm very woo woo with this but well but that's what also i was like i was gonna say is you kind of have to prepare for something like that so what do you mean if it came to you say like for example like say one of my friends wanted to do it and invited me and said like I would like do this, and I would. I was wondering if you want to do it too. Yeah, but I wouldn't be the guy who'd be like, I need to do this. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, all right. Like it. Like I'm not searching for it. Like all right, I don't then I'll be that guy for you right now. Okay. <laughs> when we're thirty, dude. Bro, there's a ton of retreats now, like over the Amazon that have it with uh, like shamans. Yeah. That are there and. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not in a rush though. I feel too. 
immature what kind of worries me about like all the new retreats that are popping up is the level of shamans that people are getting because i watched this one video or this one uh documentary called the last shaman oh, I've seen and it. in that uh, documentary they speak a lot about how a lot of the shamans in air quotes that do these uh, ayahuasca mm-hmm. aren't really like shamans yeah, I mean, there's some frauds, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, dude, like, one of the dudes that was doing it was just some random dude from America who just, like, watched, like, cockfighting. Okay. I'm serious, like, he just cock watched... Fighting. Yeah, like, chicken fights. No, yeah, I mean... Yeah. That wasn't confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, just, like, the fact that he did that. Yeah, and, that, and then that he also did, like, ayahuasca retreats on the side. Shit. Yeah, no, the places, like, I think the only way to know, other than having someone, like, gone themselves, is that they have really credible reviews. Yeah. Would be the only way, I think, because, yeah. Or they're coming from, like, a credible source. Because there are big, like, ayahuasca retreats in these places that have a lot of, like, great shamans. Yeah, They have yeah. a lot of structure to them, specifically in Costa Rica. I feel like Costa Rica is the hotspot really right now for ayahuasca. Um, but in Costa Rica, there's like big, like basically like hotel like experiences of it. Yeah, I've seen a few. The one I would really like to, if I did it, uh, to be in the Amazon. Yeah? Yeah. Like for there to be jungle around me while I'm doing it. Dude, I feel like that would. Because sure, that's where it comes from. So yeah, I feel like. It, it would transcend everything if right. you did it like that. Yeah, I I totally like want to do it. Or, oh, there we go. <laughs> like it, <laughs> like it's something that I, I I see myself doing, but it just fucking makes me so nervous thinking about it. I don't think you won't. Like like let's say we're thirty, I think we're gonna have close to the same level of nervousness that yeah. we do right now. I don't think that it's something that you can like a hundred percent prepare for at all no way not even no people way. that have done it like do- a dozen times still get that nervousness because it's like i mean if any anytime you're going to do something that's very important or can have a big impact on your life uh you're going to be nervous i feel mm-hmm. i totally no bro even thinking about it i'm like fuck <laughs> dude le- dude i get like a level of anxiety it's like i don't know how to really talk about it like <laughs> it's like it makes me like anxious whenever i think of like any sort of like psychedelic it just makes me super like anxious and like add like my body like just feels weird i don't know how to explain it i mean it's a, i feel like only if you've um gone through something like that you would understand it's just so bizarre yeah it's such a weird life experience it's a very important life experience that i feel that i needed when i did it and now that i've done it i'm like all right cool never want to go back there again that's like a it's like a lot to process like i've done really hard workouts and like done things i know are not gonna necessarily psychologically mess with me at all but physically mess with me heavily and there's like a a level of like i could die doing certain things that i've done and even then like psychedelics freak me out more yeah because it's within you yeah it's like beyond me yeah because even during a hard workout that's a 
the thing with hard workouts is like if you in the back of your mind knew that you couldn't stop whenever you wanted to like the level of intensity and like fear would be different because like even if you're doing something crazy hard you know that you can just say out of nowhere be like you know what i'm done and like the 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 way out i feel like is just having that on the back of your head helps a lot and with the psychedelic there's no way you can just be like you know what I'm, i'm done with this like like it's you're going through it like you gotta wait it out now and that's that's what's really scary because it's either gonna be good or bad or both and you just have to deal with it on your own it's it's you can't escape it and (laughs) like that sounds like a horror when you're there and you're in that mindset like you're there like the only thing that will save you is time and that doesn't exist yeah (laughs) but do you want to talk about um how we both have the same visual when we did the tank oh yeah so yeah so me and ryan wanted to do an isolation tank now that we were talking about psychedelics so this reminded me of it um and we went in the morning but i guess that doesn't matter but we went we did our float and then when we came out i told ryan that like, I was doing, like, just concentrating on my breathing, just breathing slow, and maybe halfway in, out of nowhere, I started kind of rise. I felt like I was rising into the sky, and I went above, like, the, pretty much the atmosphere, I guess, and I was going into space, and there was just stars all around me, and, yeah, and it lasted maybe a few seconds, and I, I kind of, like, freaked out, and it just kind of ended, and... And apparently Ryan saw the same shit. Yeah, and I've had that before in the tank where it feels as if... Well, obviously you feel like you're floating, but I don't know if it's like astral projection. That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. I believe in astral projection because I've had really like weird, like intense like things where I felt like I've astral projected. Uh-huh. But it wasn't like that. Hmm. And from what i've seen like on what people say like about astral projection it's not necessarily like that like you're much more conscious and that you could Um, move around right yeah yeah and like nick nick astral projects and like he the way he describes it seems very present and like he's there and conscious of what he's doing sure um and yeah it was so weird i don't know if it's like a level of like do you think it's like an ego thing like a like a dissolving of ego that brings you into that space maybe i feel like it's one of those steps of like ego dissolution and all those terms that i was really into that for a while but i I forgot exactly what like what each one like each step like what it looks like and what you feel but yeah it's got to be something like that totally i've had a lot of like ego dissolution like throughout the process of like consciously awakening and it felt like in that regard as if like i was going beyond the ego or the ego was like taking a seat for a second that's a good way of describing it because it felt like i was detaching almost Mm -hmm. it's and that's why you get freaked out about it because once the ego was like sees that doesn't have to sit down (laughs) it gets up is like hey what are we doing no pretty much and that's how i felt like what aside from it being so unexpected um it was that yeah i felt like i was like leaving yeah that's probably the best way to describe like i was on my way Mm -hmm. somewhere i felt after that felt very like not that great 
Really? Not in a bad way, but I think because we did it in the morning, I'm not used to it in the morning. And having to go the rest of my day while being in a like a head space of not being really ready for that. Yeah. It was it was intense. But I went to I train floaty. people after that. I felt so floaty and like yeah. hard to talk to people. Like I mean it was an experience. Dude. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh totally. But yeah, I feel like it that that specific thing felt like a it felt like some sort of like ego dissolvement. What is the scale? Do you know the scale? No, like I used to watch videos like that and a few uh, like psychonauts or like psychedelic researchers describe all that, but no, I don't remember. I mean, we could easily like f- look it up and find out for. Well, I guess we could, right? but um, because yeah, I know ego death is definitely like the last one where you're just not with your ego anymore, and it's like the highest state of psychedelics, um, or meditation, even or breathing, whatever. The video that I remember that I watched that actually had all of those was the levels that different psychedelics, like, on a scale can get you to. Yeah. But, yeah, I forget because it's actually been years since I looked this up. I I can't really find a thing, but... Yeah, we'll find it. That's such a weird, like... It's, I mean... Oh, dang, there's a... Okay, that looks fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Uh, ego death is such a, like, a intense subject. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. Like, I feel like most people have never even heard that term. Like, they don't understand, like, the... Pre- like, they're living in, like, a, like a realm of specifically thought, so... Right. It is hard to... I mean, before, when I first heard that term, I was like, oh, yeah, like... I didn't understand. I didn't even really know how to identify the ego at all. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, all these terms are just... They're too complex and... Or not complex. It's just hard to understand it. Like, even though the definitions are simple. Um, yeah, it's it's just... The, 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 the meaning has a lot of depth to it, I guess. Is mm. a good way to say it. It's kind of... Um, also, if you aren't like aware of it or you haven't experienced anything in the vicinity of it there's no way it's really going to make sense to you because it's going to just sound like bizarre or sound bad right when i hear ego death the first time i heard it i was like oh that sounds horrible like why would you want to die you know yeah like why would you want definitely uncomfortable yeah uh and then like obviously through any like psychedelic experience but also uh just like the spiritual experience Mm -hmm. i look at it as such like a like a beautiful, like, like blissful thing instead. Yeah, I mean, it can be. That's why I feel like it has, well, it can be, yeah. <laughs> if you don't freak out. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, dude. Are you ready to do some sauna now? Yeah. Um, I think we're going to end the podcast here. Uh, this is kind of a short one. We're still kind of trying to get into the realm of what we want to be talking about um Mm -hmm. with the new rebranding of it Uh, if you like this episode let us know leave a rating on apple podcast and we appreciate you guys for listening yeah thank you we're gonna 
come back with different topics soon. So, yeah, thanks if you're still here. Yeah. See you next time.